Hi there, welcome. I'm Annette of Arab Africa Coaching, and you are listening to the Coffee and Stars podcast, a platform for candid and unconventional narratives about the place of the young African woman in society. In this first episode of Coffee and Stars, I speak to my friend Stella, a very bold young lady about society's expectation of the young African woman. We have had several conversations about what we see as a conflicted and confusing society handed down to us, and often our best bet is to just give up and accept our faith. Hence the title of this episode, Why the Heck Should I Came? I hope we navigate this and come up with several suggestions and you enjoy episode one of Coffee and Stars. Welcome, Stella. And I hope you've had some coffee today. I invite you to introduce yourself and tell us about what kind of conversations you are passionate about. Um, my name is Stella Dali I'm a author, writer, and an advocate um, for gender-based violence. Um, so women's rights, women empowerment. That is a conversation that I like to have and also about young people's uh, development. So I'm very happy that we have the chance to have this conversation. Congratulations for for putting together this. That's great. And thank you very much for accepting to be on this podcast today. And I really enjoy speaking with you, especially because of the honesty you bring to conversations. And no wonder we are having my first episode of this podcast and we are doing it together and hopefully we can do many more of these things together so tell me what is the concern of young african women and why should we care (laughs) so um i think for the purpose of this conversation i like to say that um, for african women we are not taught to express and usually we are not taught to express how we feel so when we go through um, the difficulties that life brings us. We are not able to share these feelings, and that makes a lot of us feel um, that we are alone in the in the experiences that we go through, and that makes it even more difficult, you know, for us to go through these experiences because you feel that you're alone. You feel that you can't share. You feel that you are not going. Uh, you are going through that experience alone. So, um, I'm saying that to just put or throw light on the fact that it's important for us to bring ourselves together, build a support system for each other, have these conversations, you know, and share each other's experience um, and and uh, try to support each other in, in, in our own small ways. So I'm very happy to, to be part of this conversation. Now, to answer your your question... Um, let me let me just react to this first one. Let's, maybe we take a bit by a bit. Because you talk about this issue of women feeling alone and not being able to share. So already we are starting from a premise of people feeling a certain... Because of course everybody goes through um, experiences and we know and it is a fact that we live in a patriarchal society and a lot of things have been done over and over in a certain way and it has been accepted. Now, if women are feeling uncomfortable to share, why do you think that women feel uncomfortable to share? Is it a case of men feeling comfortable to share or women feeling uncomfortable to share? Be frank, I think that it's, it's not 
only a woman's issue. To be frank, I think men also experience that, but it's more difficult for women, <laughs> obviously. Um, and I think it's a matter of um, orientation. Okay, that's how we are oriented. We are not taught to even see a therapist if, if you have mental mm-hmm. health issues. You know, no, no African woman would. There's this thing that, that we even say that an African doesn't go to therapy, right? Um, a black person doesn't go to therapy. So we are not taught to express how really we feel. And, and it's, it's, it's a generational thing. But um, I, think, I think that it's, it's more so because um, we also find ourselves in sort of like a box, a box where if you, if you feel something contrary to what everyone expects you to feel, then you are um, an, an outsider. You are weird. You are, not, you are not doing what everybody expects you to do. So then you feel, let me keep it to myself. If you're, <laughs> there are certain issues that you don't even want to talk about. <laughs> like, like right now, there's an issue that I don't even want to talk about, you know, that I'm not even bringing to, to the table for discussion. And that is because if you talk about it, um, everybody um, looks at you differently and treats you differently. Yes. So you rather keep it to yourself and rather deal with it alone. I think, I think it's very difficult, especially for women, because we go through a lot. Okay. So what I'm hearing you say, and you haven't said the word, but I know what you are saying, is the <laughs> issue of stigma and stereotype. Yeah. So maybe you go back to the issue of why should we care and we'll hear what your issues are or why should we not care actually? I don't know what your position is. But why why what, what is the issue? Why should we care? What are the issues? Um and I think I say um <laughs> society, you know, society has its own expectation of us or for us. Society has um, uh, um, you know social rules you know that it, it puts in place for even before we are born as women <laughs> society already decides yeah. for us what it wants us to use our bodies for society already decides for us what kind of future it wants us to to have so even before you are born you already have uh, a future planned for you and that is what we 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 are born into as women now, because society has evolved, and you, you spoke about like progress that we've made over the years, so because society has evolved, uh, women are starting to think differently and are starting to behave differently. And now, you see women having bigger ambitions beyond what society expects of us, and that's the expectation of motherhood and and the expectation of um, you know, being a wife, having a husband. So now, women are going beyond that. You know, we have a, a, a first. We have a female vice uh, president. You know, uh, the U.S. U.S. has its first female vice president. Uh, we have women, even in Ghana, in in big positions, in you know, sitting at the table at the decision making table with men, and it's 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 new. So women are aspiring beyond just being a mother and a wife. Women want even young women who are in their twenty something and thirties are aspiring to be, you know, world class business women. And it's not just one dream; it's multiple dreams at a time. So now we find ourselves in a battle with society's expectation uh, of, of us. 
because you have these dreams that society also already even before you are born you know plan something else for you so and if if you are in a battle with someone or or something then you expect the person to throw attacks you expect the person to attack you and so society puts uh, these challenges and these obstacles in our path as as we go through life and and what are some of these challenges uh, the first one i like to talk about is the issue of of um, connection and opportunities and every every person whether man or woman uh, especially in our part of the world i'm talking about ghana you and and africa at large you need connections and opportunities before you succeed it's 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 it appears like it's not a big issue but it's a big issue you need to know somebody you need to to and we always talk about prepare yourself for opportunities so yeah you need opportunities to succeed and as a woman even when you have those opportunities even when you find yourself in those conferences and those boardroom meetings and those interviews and you, you have all those certificates you know masters phd whatever with 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 those opportunities and connections you are still put in the position where you have to decide if you want to lose your dignity or not and i'm talking about men who sit in offices and exploit women and ask them for sex in return for jobs yeah so that's one thing that women have to deal with um the other thing is the fact that for women and th- there's something that i personally like to say that my, this lifetime is not enough for me because i've done my calculations <laughs> and i know that <laughs> i know that um i probably don't have enough time to achieve everything that i want to achieve and i've not even i've not even finished um with with ideas i'm always getting constantly getting ideas on what i want to do you know so even with the, the few ideas that i have this lifetime is not enough for me so as compared to men this lifetime is not enough for women to achieve everything they want to achieve because they also have to make time for family and children i'm not saying that men don't have to make time for that but it's quite easy for men to decide i want to do that at 40 and still be able to do it than for a woman to say i want to do that at 40 because your biological clock is ticking and that 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 that's like uh, my next point which is like the pressure from society so society will also you know mount pressure on you your pressure from your family religion so your church you have uh, pressure from your partner because um and as you know and I know that not every boy is taught to support a girl you know from from the home um from when we were kids to when we first got into primary school and then JHS and then college you know men are not taught to support boys it's the head prefect and the assistant woman usually you know that's yeah we can support the men so it's difficult to find a partner and i know that some men are doing well but <laughs> we still have to talk about the problem because it's, it's still a big issue it's difficult to find a partner who will say i am not scared of a successful woman i want to support mm. my wife or partner because i believe that if she has success it doesn't mean that i can't be successful it doesn't take my success away from me but it just means that she's adding something to the table she's bringing value she's adding more value you know so it's difficult to find a partner like that so the question really for women who want something who want a success beyond just family and kids is whether it's worth it to stay in constant bad, bad, uh, battle with society 
and not accept what society offers you, which, if you think about it, is not so bad. Society is offering you a home, a husband. So without domestic violence and without uh, financial dependency, it's not so bad. (laughs) (laughs) So that is what society is offering you. Why is it not easy to just take, you know, your full-time job if you are a nurse or if you are um, a journalist or if you whatever? Why should you care about climate change? Why should you care about why should you have this uh, podcast you know, to discuss women issues, to want to change something about the world. Is, is, is it really something that you should take upon yourself? Is it a burden that you should take upon yourself? You know, because here you are thinking, you know, I don't have enough time to achieve all my dreams and still have a husband and still have a wife, you know. And think about it, no matter what, no matter how successful women are today, no matter what they achieve, society will ask you, where is your husband and where is your child? I think recently, TV3, which is a local media uh, platform in Ghana, posted a photo of one of their journalists who, who is currently pregnant. And when I went into their comment section, majority of, of the comments <laughs> were about, I'm sorry, where is your husband? I'm sorry, when did you get married? You know, there are very important women here in Ghana who go through constant social media uh, um, attacks, you know, about shaming. where is your husband. Yeah, shaming about where is your husband, no matter what they achieve. And they have, they have achieved a lot, but people want to see their husbands and their children. Yes. And even when you have to, they want to see your husband. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, the thing we are actually talking about, and this is a very important point, is as though women have to lose something. Like if you if you want to achieve something, if you want to be, a, you have to lose something because, for example, if so, it's a um, it's this or that, and you cannot particularly have both. So yeah. if you are a housewife or maybe, then maybe you are not a big achiever, you just have to <laughs> stick to that role and care for children, which is lovely, and yeah. um, stick to that or you go through the the career, become successful, achieve everything, become a CEO, and then you do not have the family. It's like within the African society, you have to lose something. You <laughs> you have to lose something as an African woman. Yeah. I, whichever way you look at it, because I know and I know that there are a lot of men, women, like majority of these women, who end up being um, house uh, wives, or maybe yeah. not necessarily housewives, <laughs> but who don't achieve big things. Uh-huh. I know and I know that deep down within them, they feel a sense of loss, a mm-hmm. sense of um, sacrifice that they didn't particularly want to give, that they feel like something has been taken away from them in exchange for the family, their husband, and the lovely children that they have now. It's, it feels as though something has been taken away from them. And for those women also who are doing well in their career, setting up businesses, becoming MDs, CEOs, and all that, they also, a lot of times, have to give up the, the, their husband or like they have to lose that aspect to, to achieve that. And sometimes what you see is that you made a point about 
some men because not all boys are trained to support women so of course you have men who do not um support who do not support their spouses but what i also see is that a lot of men are intimidated by the success of women that they feel that the success of women a, a woman's success is an indictment on them as an african man and that if a woman achieves success or if their partner achieves success even just a little beyond them it's an indictment on them and it's um it is their loss so a lot of men would want a woman who is not ambitious <laughs> or if the woman is ambitious when they find that woman they have to make sure that by some means she loses the ambition in order to become the wife someone actually made a comment that oh when you marry your husband will tame you and i'm not particularly sure whether this taming is for a horse or but it is something that um, in the african <laughs> or a dog actually so it is something that in the african society um, people people talk about and yeah. it has become commonplace that people say it casually and they do not realize that i am talking to another human being mm -hmm. do you understand like people say these things casually and some men can't see women succeed and there's another point on do domestic violence and dependency codependency yeah. dependency so just what you realize is that maybe in the past people were not um reporting these cases but what it it's is making it even more easy for women to report these cases is that many women now are empowered enough with the resources and they have the knowledge to be able to say i'm going to the in the past if your daily bread depended on someone else then the person could treat you as anything they wish to treat you and you wouldn't have anywhere to go or you wouldn't have anything to do and it becomes it becomes um, an issue so we asked so the issue about why should you care you said actually when you look at it it is not that bad what society has given mm -hmm. to women mm -hmm. question mm -hmm. is are you fulfilling your purpose at the end of the day does it make you feel fulfilled or are yeah. you fulfilling your purpose as a as an individual forget yeah. man woman but as an individual because what i believe in is that each individual has been i'm a big believer of god and so god has created us in his image and likeness and has put um, a purpose in us yeah for this work and we all need to contribute to make this world better i have a gift that i can contribute to make something you also have a gift different people have gifts and we together as a unit ought to contribute to make the make it better so imagine yeah. if we are in a workplace and we are 100 and only 50 are working and the other 50 are sitting back and watching but we have different skills and talents that we can also use to contribute to the particular task that we are doing and so you realize that even 
when women don't contribute in Africa, there is a deficit that is created. How do you feel about this? You know, that's very important because, and let me begin from um, men feeling that when women are successful, then they are <laughs> um, actually, actually, I don't know. I don't know if I'm allowed to say like they are, that the man is a bitch. Um, so, so I, I feel that men should look at it differently, you know, that if are you, if you're marrying, if you're getting married to someone who depend on you, who will be uh, a burden financially versus if you're getting married to someone who is bringing something to the table, you know, so if a woman is empowered, it doesn't only benefit the woman, it benefits the man. Then it benefits society at large. So, for instance, if 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 your woman is bringing say fifty percent, and you're also bringing fifty percent, or even forty percent, sixty percent, or seventy, if the woman is bringing seventy and you're bringing thirty, it only means that you are going to enjoy this life. You're going to have more of it, you know. So <laughs> you don't you don't need to feel that. And I was reading something like that somewhere that. You don't need to feel that when we say a woman should be financially independent, it means that a woman doesn't need a man. You know, that's not what we are saying. We are saying that we don't want women to come into a partnership or a, a marriage with nothing. But, you know, they, they are um, needs. You see, so I think that's one thing that we need to understand. And. And if, if, for instance, somebody was saying something about how men have managed this world, you know, before they started giving women the opportunity and how far we've come since they started giving women the opportunity. Yeah. You wow. know, this world would have been perfect if we, we were given the opportunity to do it with them. You know, so if, if we are developing our countries, our communities together, we'll do a much better job than if men are doing it alone and we are sitting at home and taking care of our kids. You know, so we I feel um, uh, um, one question that I'm also asking myself is as a man, what do you want your daughter to be or who do you want your daughter to look up to? Okay. I have actually heard, I uh, was listening to one of these shows and I heard one of um, the guys on the show say that um, I want my daughter to achieve whatever she wants to achieve, go as high as she wants to go, and I'm willing to support her. You, you, you get me? So as, as, as such a man, you definitely want a wife who will be a mentor to your daughter and a mentor to other girls. You definitely want a partner who will be a mentor to your daughter. So if you are bringing... A, and I'm not saying that housewife is... A bad thing. Some people are very happy with it, and I think that if 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 some men want to go for someone who would depend solely on them, then they should equally respect the woman for that, and not subject them to abuse and whatever because they are the ones you know taking care. Of. But because we've seen it over and over again, for me and I think for you, Annette, our advice to women is to be financially independent. And for men to know that, it doesn't mean they don't bring anything to the table. It doesn't mean they are not men. It it actually means they are real men. Because real men support their women to attain their full potential. Because when 
when their women are successful, when they step out with their women, when when they see the portfolio of their women, it and I I personally I personally um, when when I'm in a relationship or I'm with someone, I want I want the person to be as successful as me, you know. I want the person to to take um, a thing or two from me. This is I want to take a thing or two from that person. So why can't uh, uh, for for somebody who is starting a family with somebody, why can't a woman be successful and the man be successful and they have successful families, then have a successful society and a successful country and this world is successful? That's simple. Yeah, I I also see um, a certain imbalance. As you were speaking, it crossed my mind that I see a certain imbalance in in sharing of roles within the family unit. And you realize that for, you said, when, when you come into a relationship, you want a partner to um, take from you as much as um, you take from them and they give to you as much as you give to them. Great. But a lot of times you see that both partners may even have gone to the same university study the same course, have like similar jobs. The woman might even have like maybe a more difficult work schedule. And but she the woman has to take on other jobs like the home is a second job. The taking care of the children is also a second job. So often you realize that the woman might need to sacrifice their career to be able to hold the home and the children. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that all this issue of, um, and this is the word that people hate, but I like to say it with joy, feminism, <laughs> all this issue with feminism, um, where um, they talk about the whole beginning of feminism and liberal feminists and radical feminists, all that, and how women were not... In the um, in the workplace, and later they got introduced into the workplace. Da, da, da. And the role of the man was to give money, and the role of the woman was to stay at home, care for the children, and cook. So there is the case of now the man is maintaining his role as money vending machine, money maker, <laughs> and the woman is also partly money maker. And sometimes even more. Yeah. Here is the catch. Mm -hmm. Now, the woman has to still maintain the job, the caregiver job for the child, for the children, and also for the home. So automatically, it becomes an imbalance. The woman would not be able to achieve as much as they would want to achieve within the workspace. And even sometimes within the workplaces, people are not, um, some cultures are changing the workplace culture. I mean, some places are changing, but you realize that often women have to battle with um, balancing these out because it's not that easy. It's not not that easy, especially if a child is sick, a child is not well, they need to go to school, you need to attend their games, you need to support them with their talent, and most of the time, most of the time, it's... It's the woman who has to... I, I, they are still maintaining their job from 1880. But the man... The woman is contributing to the man's job from 1880 and now doing their own job still in 2022. So I also think that there is this imbalance 
that um, <laughs> I I don't know. There's this imbalance that is not being addressed. We see yeah. it. We we look at it. We we look. It, it, I don't know, but think, it is happening. I think that th- that is one one part of uh, what advocates women. Um, how do you call it? Gender advocates are, are advocating about these days that we've advocated for women to take up jobs that only men um, were doing or enter fields that only were only meant for men. Now we are also, yeah, we also, we are also advocating for men to take up some of the roles that were originally for women so that women don't have to take on the entire burden. So if, I mean, we are talking about cleaning, we are talking about managing the home, which is a bigger job, <laughs> which is actually mm. a, a big occupation. So we are, we are also advocating for men to try and support women in those areas. Since men and uh, since women are now taking up um, jobs that were originally, um, you know, meant for men. I think, and then we also want to talk about um, uh, um, whether it's worth it to still pursue your dreams. And what something that I, one of the things that I want to say is that and I've said it to myself, so I like to share it, that your dreams matter, despite how um, it looks like, or despite the pressures that you're getting, despite um, the fact that you see other people accepting what society offers them, and it's fine. But you should know that your dreams matter because they are your dreams. You have imagined them, you've played them in your head a couple of times. You have planned everything by yourself. You dreamt it. You, you, you know, it's your idea and it matters. And so if, if, you, if you are finding it difficult, if you're going through, through a difficult time, you should recognize that it is because you're in battle with society. And it's not an easy battle. So you don't think about yeah, I think that I've made that I talked to one I think about going in life and having exploring stage, having the commitment stage and having the fulfillment stage and that really helped me understand uh, what I want to do at every point in time, what I want to do now uh, uh, in this stage and so I, I, I asked myself if I reach the fulfillment stage and I haven't achieved any of the things that I want to achieve. And we've seen women m- making the decision to, you know, give to family first. You know, that is have a child, be a mother, be a wife before achieving their dreams or before uh, pursuing their, their as- other aspirations or other interests. And then they, they, they end up not doing it anyway. So if, if I find myself in that position... In the next 20, 30 years, 40 years, you know, 50 years. And I realized that I've not achieved any of the things that mm-hmm. I thought about in my 20-something years or, or, or my 30s. And I, 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 I think I'll be very devastated. I'll, be, I'll rather try and fail than not try at all. So I think that you should understand that it's difficult because it's a battle. And once you understand that it's, it, it, it won't be easy, you plan towards it, you prepare yourself, you pick up your uh, uh, um, 
your your uh, uh, how do you call it ammunition <laughs> exactly <laughs> you get on the battlefield <laughs> and you fight society and once you get that once you get that once you once you understand that there's nothing wrong with you having dreams there's nothing wrong with you having dreams beyond what society expects of you it's absolutely fine if a man can have these dreams and achieve them you can have it and achieve it we also we've also seen successful stories of women who have it all who have successful careers who have successful businesses you know who are doing so well and still have have uh, um the pleasure of of being someone's mother and being someone's wife so it's possible and i think that that's the question that i i i, I want to ask you <laughs> i want to ask you and is it what would you what would you say okay is, is some of the things that you have to consider uh, in terms of making the decision as to which one to pursue first family or uh, career or your dreams or whatever what are some of the things that you you have to consider as, as a young person oh, okay so i think that um on the last point of people examples of women who who have achieved success and so have family mm-hmm. i think that it's it will be great to show more of these examples because you know had earlier said that it's like you have to lose something to get something uh, as a woman but for a man it's fine so based on your question what i always say to people is that everybody has a choice each day you wake up whether you take action or you don't take action you've made a choice your choice is in action it's still a choice your choice is taking action it's still a choice and each of us as as individuals have the liberty and the privilege and the freedom to make our choices and whatever you choose to do because often i tell people that there is no formula people tend to think that there is a certain formula to things that oh people have done it X way, and so I also have to do it. For me, when I see many people going left, that is when I turn right, because I know that most of them are not thinking. I I just know that. I just know that that is not where I have to go. (laughs) Even if, like, if everybody is going there, that is when I know that "Mm, there's something wrong. (laughs) I'm losing you a bit. So I... I just think that people need to think for themselves, sit down with themselves, ask yourself difficult questions. Really, really ask yourself difficult questions. You have to face yourself in the mirror. (laughs) Ask yourself questions that you didn't think that you would need to ask. Because sometimes we are afraid to face certain things. If I do X, what is the implication? If I don't do X, what is the implication? What do I gain? What are the alternatives? What are all them? And you make those choices because nobody can decide for you. And if at the end of the day, you make people decide for you, even if it's your parents because you want to please your parents or it's your friends or people in society, people in your church, your church elder or anybody else, if you make people decide for you, when it starts to rain and it can rain bad, yeah. when it starts to rain, it's just you. Yeah. Do you see? 
It's just yeah. you. And so every decision or every choice is something that you have to decide and yeah. you have to choose. And also, for me, I think that why the heck women should care is because at the end of the day, you have mentioned these stages of um, exploring and what the commitments and fulfillment. It's like the, um, I don't know, Maslow's um, <laughs> hierarchy of needs or something. And when you get to the bottom somewhere, like, no, up. When you get up, or is it, is it an inverted triangle? I don't remember. That's what, I think that's what you yeah. said. Yes, yes. So um, that the portion up, the smallest portion is um, accomplishment or fulfillment or something. There's a word, something there. And often when you get to that point, you would now have to be taking stock of every decision that you've made, every single one, the choices you made and the ones you didn't make. And you will have to just oppose that to um, you and your life at that moment and how you feel about decisions that have brought you to the point where you are at that moment. And then you will realize that whether those decisions that you've made from the beginning up to that point have served you or not and you would want those decisions to be yours and you want that these these dreams that have been in your heart things that you have um, thought about things that you really wanted to achieve contributions that you really have made maybe you come to a point where you realize that i can't really achieve those things because this time has passed and you will sit with yourself and you ask yourself whether you, you are happy or not. And at that point and moment in time, you would want to feel fulfilled as an individual. Because nobody can make you feel fulfilled. It is something that you have to feel based on what you have achieved and all that. So you will ask yourself, and if that makes you proud, then that is a great thing. Yeah. Stella? I think that um, the, the issue of choices, <laughs> and I like to add that, like you like you said it's better if at the end of the day even if it's bad even if it's not as you plan even if you don't succeed at what you wanted to achieve um it's better if it was on your terms if, if it was your decision but it will hit you differently if you're struggling or if, if you're reaping the uh consequences and you know that you did not make that decision for yourself that someone else made it for you it's better for you to make that decision for yourself and face the consequences than to face consequences out of a decision that was made for you. Um, so that, that, that's one thing I, I like to talk about. And then I also want to, to um, add, add to, to this conversation. I want to speak to women or young women, especially women in, in their 20s and their 30s, and that I, I personally, because I've had similar experiences, I know that sometimes because of how difficult it is for us to succeed in this environment, you are given certain opportunities that you know seem like the easy way out, and sometimes you you might consider you know taking those opportunities, but. I know that <laughs> um, you don't want to lose yourself, no matter what you know it is. You don't want to lose yourself. So, if you are taking those opportunities, just be 
door that it's not something that will cause you to lose yourself to to wake up in the next few years and ask yourself if it was really was really worth it and i think that i i personally have seen examples of people who refuse those opportunities um i don't even know why i'm calling them opportunities <laughs> because me <laughs> They, they are not really opportunities because opportunity to what marry or opportunity to do what so i'm i'm talking about and this this i'm, I'm let me contextualize it speaking uh, ah. directly with regards to finding yourself in positions where a man will offer a few mm. nights uh, <laughs> and i think this person I have heard stories, and I have personally experienced some of these things. Like, uh, and I know, of, <laughs> um, even though it comes easily, even though it's uneasy, um, just make sure that at the end of the day, something one you know of. So that's that's what I would like to say. I don't know if um, we are bringing this conversation to an end, or we are just we are just beginning. <laughs> We, um, it, it is conversation that we need to continue, but I think for episode one, we've we've had um, a very rich conversation, and we've talked about many things here. We've talked about choices. We've talked about um, stereotypes, and also um, making sure that you uphold your dignity as a human being uh, mm-hmm. first, and also as a woman, and not to trade um, your dignity for for an easy choice and for you to actually work your way up rather than take what <laughs> is being handed to you because then at the end of the day it comes back to hurt you and we've also talked about stigma and stereotypes and other conversations and i i believe that we would we would have opportunity to speak again on this platform stella i i believe that we will continue this conversation in the coming weeks on on why women should care so i believe that this particular episode has given us the chance to see that there is actually a need to care and not to give up that every woman um, in africa on the continent wherever they find themselves they have an opportunity or they have potential to do great things and to achieve yeah. whatever they need to achieve and that they shouldn't they shouldn't give up on their dreams they shouldn't lose hope they shouldn't be be disturbed by the challenges because we know that it's a battlefield and it's no, unfortunate that our space is is what it is now and then we have to continue to strive so stella thank you very much for joining today's conversation and i've truly enjoyed this conversation as always i truly appreciate you coming on this podcast today and i hope you enjoy a good evening and people listening to me everywhere enjoy the rest of your day Thank you for joining episode one of Coffee and Stars, and I'm delighted to have you. Yes, yes. Thank you very much, and enjoy some coffee and have a good life. Live beautifully. Ciao.